0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: Welcome, Sippers, to another week of the Tea with Mo. I am your host, Miss Mo. I've got my lovely co-host, Sunny, on the line as normal. Sunny, how are you doing
2: this lovely Sunday afternoon? We are doing well this Sunday. We've had a nice, relaxing weekend and getting excited about Christmas. Well,
1: that is perfect because y'all know this month we are all things Christmas. We are talking Christmas, 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 holiday, holiday, holiday. I think I'm a bit over it. But Sippers, you guys know here at the Tea with Mo, we are all things tea. Our tea reduces stress, it provides nourishment, and it helps soothe your mind, body, and spirit. So with that, what is our
2: tea of the week this week, Sunny? This week, our tea of the week is peppermint tea, which is very fitting for this time of year, but it's interesting. And I have to say that I've never had peppermint tea. Um, my peppermint is just something I've always kept kind of separate from everything else. But the benefits of drinking peppermint tea is it soothes, upset stomachs. The cooling effect of the menthol and the peppermint tea helps to soothe an upset stomach in several ways. It improves digestion, treats bad breath, combats the common cold and flu, reduces fever, improves mental awareness and focus, prevents nausea, and reduces stress. And I do know a lot of people that enjoy having a cup of peppermint tea.
1: So for me, I'm actually sipping on peppermint tea today. Peppermint tea is like a staple in my house. Um, we absolutely love peppermint tea with the kids. Anytime they get upset stomachs, if I get an upset stomach, Mr. gets one. That's usually what we are sipping on. Um, it, it's great. I'm so surprised that you are from Colorado and you have never had peppermint tea. That's absolutely crazy. You've never put a candy cane in your peppermint tea, it makes it so much
2: better. Oh, my gosh.
1: You're yep. missing out.
2: Oh, I existed in Colorado for four years. It was freezing cold there. <laughs> the only thing I knew was to be buried under seven blankets in the winter. <laughs>
1: well, being a but true But I'm Colorado definitely going to
2: have to. <laughs> On that front, I actually have to claim more Texas than Colorado because once we did our stretch, we pieced out. Only reason I want to go back is for the experience. It's a beautiful, beautiful experience to visit. I do not wish to live there ever again. I mean, but, um, you know,
1: I home state, I'll run Colorado all day. I'm not moving back because, like you, most of my adult life has been in Texas, and I don't want to deal with the cold. Um it gets cold mm. enough here in Houston, just enough for me to be like, ooh, all right, I'll remember this, and then it gets warm again. So I actually have the peppermint tea in my cup. I actually am really excited about this tea, and this is going a little bit forward. Our product of the week this week um, ties into why I'm so excited about drinking tea all week. Um, so we'll get into that just a little bit later, guys, but... I'm in heaven with this cup of tea that I have right now. Um, And if you guys have caught the post that we did right before this show, you know why. And Sunny will know why when she gets her Christmas package as well. But super excited about this cup of tea that I'll be sipping on. So if y'all hear me slurping and girping over here, it is definitely not what you think. It's just a cup of tea. So, (laughs) well, let's get straight into this week's show. (laughs) So this week, do you want to – say the title of our of our show. A lot of people were like, What? Y'all can thank YT for the title of today's show. But do you want to take a stab at pronouncing our title of the show?
2: No ma'am. As a matter of fact, I also <laughs> feel like you should have YT come on and say the title of the show since it was his brilliant idea. What a wonderful mind he has. What a wonderful
1: mind. Yeah, you know, that it's 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 because he's sipping on that that uh that hug and a mug. You know, y'all That's chai tea tippers over there always coming I up with some. Little... I think YT puts yeah, a little extra in is. his mug. I know for a fact he puts a little bit of extra in the chai tea in his mug. Um, he really does. He puts a little <laughs> extra. He puts a little extra in his tea all the time. But I'm not – this week I'm not blaming him on that because – I'm actually coming down, it feels like with a cold, so that's why I've got tea and extra stuff in my tea, kind of a little bit of a hot toddy, a peppermint hot toddy this week. But, so the title for this show is called, and I'm pretty sure he might call in later and correct me. If not, we'll get clarification next week. But it is titled, Chris (laughs) Hanukkah Kwanzaa (laughs) is the title of our show. I know I'm saying it wrong, but that's how I'm going to go with it. I did not title this show this week, guys. This was titled specifically by a friend of the show, YG, a.k.a. yours truly. Um, But the topic for this week is how do other religions handle the holiday season? I thought that this topic was really important while we're talking about holidays. And if we say that we are the community fit you know, that we have to look at all options and all sides of the conversation. So this one I'm really excited for. I know this one is right up your alley, Sunny, on this particular topic, just because it's, it's a good way for us to bridge that gap and to bridge the, um, the uniqueness of, of living in America, because not everybody celebrates all holidays. Um, and not all religions celebrate Christmas. Other religions celebrate different, they have different holidays, or their are deemed holidays. So I thought it would be really interesting for us to have, one, to mix in. Y'all know I love poetry. Sunny loves to read and write. Although y'all don't know, she actually is a poet. Maybe one day on the show, we will get her to do a poem. One day. <laughs> I don't know when that's going to I'm not promising anything. I just know one day she will do a poem with us. Um, So I am super, super excited to bring this young man into the studio with us. And before we unmute his line, I'm so excited. So why don't we go ahead and get straight into who is our feature for this week, Sonny?
2: Our feature for this week is none other than poet Prince Allende.
3: He was born and raised in Rochester,
2: New York. Hi, how are you?
3: I'm good. I didn't know if that was like my cue to say something or if I should just wait. But like, hi. I'm going to say hi first. I I, I think I like that.
1: (laughs) You know what? It is your rodeo today, so however you want to do this, we are open to it. We are just glad that you're here. But before she reads your bio, uh, what you don't know is, I'm. A, I am a lover of sound effects. So every our sippers know that before you can even enter to the studio, I have to give you- <laughs> you'll see the randomness of my of my of my mind.
0: <laughs> okay. Welcome. So Sunny, let's go
1: ahead and run with his bio before we get started in the conversation.
2: All right. So, born and raised in Rochester, New York, he grew up with the mindset of never being afraid to speak two things, his mind and the truth. With hip-hop and R&B constantly playing in the house growing up, he had a deep connection with the arts and culture. With every creative endeavor, he strives to push that envelope while still speaking from a place of truth and growth. Poetry started as his official outlet for expressing these truths. With December 27, 2015, being his artistic birthday. As it marks the very first serious poem he ever wrote and performed, he was nominated for Best Male Poet for the 2019 ROC Awards. Very, very impressive resume, sir.
1: Very much. And the bio has been one of my favorites, I will say. I definitely, usually we have to go back in and kind of cipher through, you know, what we're going to put in yeah. the bios. But yours, we, I definitely, we didn't have to do that this week. I just chopped a little bit of it, but I think that that was an awesome. So kudos if you wrote your own bio. Um, but
3: I did. It was awesome. <laughs> it was. And okay, you know what's awesome, crazy? Awesome. Actually, the um the year was 2013. I, I messed that up. It was late night when I was typing it up. Um, I was 15 uh, in 2013. So I think that's why I messed it up in my head. But it was actually 2013.
1: 2013. Woo, Sunny. How old were you in 2013?
2: <laughs> I'd rather not say. Thank you. <laughs>
1: I was like a little
2: age, a, the little age. Okay, so
1: 2013.
3: <laughs> awesome. That. You just
1: wrote that. You wrote that. That was not a bio. You already had written.
3: I had a bio that was pre-written um, on my uh, website Um but. So I use that as like the the, the blueprint, and I kind of just cut it at a certain point. I ain't like used all of it, um, to my knowledge at least. Uh, so yeah, but it, it wow. was pre written. I just went back through it and looked for if I needed to change anything or take certain things out, and then sent it to you. So yeah.
1: Well, don't change this. Let this be the bio that you (laughs) get for interviews because it was great. So don't change a thing about it.
3: Say
0: what?
1: It was
2: very well written.
1: So, welcome to the Cube Mall. So glad you took the time out of your busy schedule to come and sit with us this week. Um, The response that we got on social media was amazing. Um, So, hopefully, We've drawn in some new sippers into the crowd that are supporting. Super excited to have you here, especially to talk about this topic, but not only to talk about the topic, but for us to get to know you a little bit. So my first question comes is, how has poetry defined you as a person?
3: Um, poetry has always been there, Um It's a long story, (laughs) but um, I think the best version of that story is, you know, of course, growing up, I listened to a lot of hip hop, Uh, you know, if I woke up and I heard Outkast, I I was homeschooled, so I I didn't leave the house Um, (laughs) unless we were, like, going out... um, to play or like, you know, for extracurricular activities. Um, so I was in the house for the most part, and if I would wake up hearing outcast playing, I knew it was, it was we weren't doing no school. We were cleaning up. As if you heard, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson. It was over. Um, uh, and so uh, uh, just like wait keeping. Wait a
1: minute. Wait a minute. What? Do that again. Whatever. Say, say go ahead and sing that I'm again. Sorry, Miss Jackson. I put a pin in that one. Oh, we going to put a pin in that. Well, Sonny, you, you
3: feel how, me how, on that one? Hey, yo. I, anyway. Um. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, but, like, so so I say that to say, like, hip-hop and rap, rap being rhythmic African poetry or rhythm and poetry, however you want to slice it and dice it, Um. that was always present. Words were always present. Rhythm was always present. Music was always present. And... Speaking your truth, which is poetry, is and was always present. Um, so it was it was around me all the time. Um, I started writing at age nine, ten, and I didn't like what I was reading because, of course, I'm listening to you know KRS-One, I'm listening to Common, I'm listening to Yolc Jean, I'm listening like these are amazing. Uh, rappers and, and artists and MCs and I'm looking at what I wrote at nine years old like nah this ain't it chief <laughs> um, but I think over time the need to speak my truth grew to a point to where I couldn't deny it Um, and so you know just in terms of the actual question it's, it's defined me in ways that I don't think I don't think I would be able to define myself today if it were not for poetry. Um because you know poetry has given me a way of expressing myself but being able to channel and, and, and really really uh put thought into that expression if that makes sense. Like of course, you know, you can put raw emotion and raw um passion into a poetry a piece or into a, 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 you know, whatever your whatever your expression is. Um, but that expression itself has something of value um, because it allows you to express. So um, I think just as a person, it's helped me break out of my shell. Um, it's helped me to be more comfortable with myself uh, rather than, you know, being someone that I know I'm not um, and just overall, you know, has been there when I needed it.
0: So going – go ahead, Sunny. Okay.
2: So where do you see – your career in the next few years Like what do you see yourself Accomplishing as you Continue to go on this journey
3: Um For now I would say You know I have um I do music as well So I'm, I'm uh working on This next EP Um Right after that e p is done uh and even during the, the 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 making of it uh as of right now, I'm working on a book um so we got that in the works it's 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 just really just working uh on myself working on the craft and providing outlet uh you know, for for my generation and the generation to come after uh, of expression. You know, I'm I'm really big on each one, teach one. Um, That's how I grew up. You know, my mother, you know, uh, who I'm eternally grateful for, um, as well as my father, made sure to uh, always keep education in the forefront. And so even though I do have a craft, I do have a gift, from uh, the creator, the fact that it is from the creator means I have a duty and a responsibility to do something with it, right? Um, And one of the best things you can do with a gift you're given from the creator is to teach others who have a similar gift how to use it or just to show people how you accomplished what you accomplished in the amount of time that you did. You know, I I didn't grow up with my family having a business. You know what I mean? I I wasn't like, you know, some of the people who own these corner stores or, you know, own these hair salons where, you know, their children grow up running the business. I didn't have that. A lot of black people in America don't have that. So that alone kind of puts us in a disadvantage, especially in our own community. But to be someone who can have a gift and a talent and grow that, and then show somebody else how to use their gift and talent for themselves, I think that's the most valuable um aspect of my my career for the next few years just to to teach and 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 show the next young uh young black boy, the next young black girl you can do what it is that you love, and you can make it work for you. And you can build something with it,
2: so
1: give us a little bit let's go we're gonna we're gonna break this up before we do um go straight into our topic and talk about a little bit more on the topic but what give us a little bit of your a bit of your childhood background um, and what it was like you said that you were homeschooled, so give us a little bit about um growing up um, Yeah. A little bit about
3: it on that. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm the eldest of six children. Um so I have five siblings. All of them are younger than me. Um, I grew up uh in a Muslim household. Um, uh I I was I was raised in the nation of Islam, uh, up until I actually got registered uh as a member. Um, so my, uh, Islamic experience is a little different than the more traditional, um, umma, I'll say, which is another word for family, basically, um, or community, uh, is not as traditional, but of course, if you are of the faith, which is the belief in one God, then I see you as my brother, I see you as my sister, I see you as, you know, family. Um, So growing up, you know, I was homeschooled, but my mother always strived to uh, keep things social, keep things interesting. It wasn't just, you know, wake up, do work, go to bed. Um, And there's a type of freedom in that. Uh, And I think both my parents made sure that there was, value in self-expression, you know? Um, and I think that just cultivated a love for being able to express myself naturally and in whatever form I saw fit. Um, so I think in terms of even like the the last question about poetry defining me, I think it was, it was inevitable. Um, so, you know, uh I don't know what else is there to say. <laughs> um. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I hope I answered your question, or if we, I don't know if you needed more. No, uh, no, nope, you, you did. You answered exactly
1: what what we needed um, to go into the topic. But before we do, do you mind fitting a piece for us?
0: Lord have mercy.
3: Um, I do. <laughs> you know
1: what? All right, my next, my next question, my next question gonna be: Can you do a song for us? You keep all this musical going on.
3: Yo, listen, I can't help it. I you just read the bio. I, I grew up with some R and B too. Now, so yeah, I can't deny what I am now. Um, but okay, so I actually would like to do this piece. And to do this piece, I'm gonna need some interaction, if that's okay. That um, works. And so, basically, any and every time I say the word ashe, you say it back. Ashe is basically um, a command. Uh, uh, you know, if if you are um, if if you frequent, you know, Kwanzaa events and things like that. Um, it's it's basically a saying. Um, in order to obtain an answer or or information, it's a way of like I give a command, you respond in the in the like manner, and it's just a form of respect and and, and a, a peaceful greeting um, to an even deeper extent. So every time I say the word Ashe you respond back with Ashe Is that okay? That'll work, Sunny. You in? Definitely. Okay, here we go. Black don't crack. Ashe? Ashe? Ashe. Our black is smooth, Ashe. Ashe? Ashe? So if your black starts cracking, whose coon are you, Ashe. Ashe? 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 I say
2: hey. I say.
3: I say you be of your father's seed. And I don't need eyes to see that your ripples in these waters are sinful. So sing, fool. Wade in your white apologist's tears as you yell up hymns to him who the clan shows reverence to and I ain't talking about Wu Tang, I say. I say. How you gonna love your oppressor more than your blood? I guess master cuss is worth more than your cuz. I guess you praise privilege more than her, Melanie. Even when she birthed you, cursed to nurture this black germ from the time you were clotted fluid, and you still think some oppressor is God, Ashe? Ashe. Beaten on brothers till their flesh is raw, Ashe. Ashe. And don't fight back. Just show your other jaw, Ache.
2: Ache. Look here.
3: I've got about nine lives that all matter, and just because I'm a cool cat don't mean my paws ain't got no claws, you dig? Archangels with hearts of Arctic zones oppose the sons of the sun. Call them polar opposites. Which side of the spectrum you leaning on, Ashay. Ashay. Red like a slave's blood that splatters the clay and gives it its hue. These baby blues cue the clues for reasons why we're bruised and battered. So let us let's, let's bibbity-bobbity boo the pain away and tell them they're free. Sell them a dream in the form of king and buy back that mule. Forty ounces instead of forty acres. Either way, they'll stay as tools, Ashay. Ashay. Kept as a literate game, Ashay say. tried everything. I'm still a slave. say. trying God's the only way, and that's that piece. Whoa,
0: I loved it!
2: Absolutely loved it. Oh my gosh! Like, I almost forgot to repeat the words because I was listening to the words. I appreciate it. Man. Our most welcome.
1: So We're gonna make them sit tight Thank on the you. second piece. They gonna have to they're gonna have to I'm not I'm not gonna give them all of that in, in the first hour. So they're gonna have to sit back and hold tight for that second piece. But <laughs> what inspired that piece?
3: That piece in particular, um Dang what this inspired that um i want to say you know cuz that that specific piece is about 2 years old um but i think thinking about community and how you know a lot of times in and, in and, and especially in my city um of rochester our uh i guess you could say quote unquote conscious community um, is very active, and the community as a whole um, is very active and, and proactive and progressive in terms of doing things for the community. Um, and one of the ways uh, that we see a lot of activity is uh, during Kwanzaa season, just because of, you know, how Kwanzaa is with the Ngozo Saba and, or the Seven Principles. Um and you know you just see a lot of uh, liveliness or livelihood uh life I'll just say it like that you see a lot of life in the community, even though it's cold you know people come out of uh out of their homes to you know congregate and enjoy uh the the drums and the the poetry readings and you know the the stories of the elders and I noticed every time the elders would speak. They would say Ashe, and they wouldn't. Re- they wouldn't say anything else, and they wouldn't continue unless they heard a response. And the response was just to let them know, yes, Elder, we hear you. Yes, Elder, we're with. we we are with you. Yes, Elder, we agree. Um, so with this piece, Ashe is throughout all of it. Um, as a i say a head nod to the OGs or a head nod to the elders, like, okay, studied you. Like as a young person, I've studied older people. I've studied elders. I've studied how they operate their, their, their path to success, if you will. And if they identify with something and I know it's good for the community, then I'm going to take on that same characteristic for my community on behalf of my community. Um, so there's that, and then there's also the the message itself just being like, yo, you can't be a punk. <laughs> like, I can't really put it in any other way. Like, to be black in America alone is a symbol of revolt against powers that be, and that's not to, like, make it as, uh, you know, some people might not be as deep or it might, they might say it's not that deep. Um, and to me, it is. Um, and to me, you know, there's certain things that have to be said about how we address ourselves, how we address our family members, our community. So that's why, you know, one of the lines says, how are you going to love your oppressor more than your blood? I guess master's cuss is worth more than your cuz. I guess you praise privilege more than her malice. Like you, you you, would rather have the 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 lifestyle that, you know, our our 400-plus-year-old oppressor has shown us as success rather than, you know, creating it for yourself, you know? Um, so that's just, and that's just my spirit. Like, I have a very, like, no-nonsense-when-it-comes-to-that-stuff type of spirit. So um, it just, it really spawned out of me wanting to see better for, Myself, my generation, the next generation coming up, while still giving uh, a head nod to the older generation to say, "Listen, you you raised us well, you did what you could, but let us now lead the way, and then you give us counsel," as it says in scripture, uh, "Young men for counsel, uh, young men for war, but older men for counsel." So, the inspiration for that. Well, I
1: don't think that needs any further explanation or any further comment. <laughs> so, Sippers, sit back and type. When we come back from this music break, we are going to dive into our topic of how do other religions handle the holiday season. Um, if you would like to ask a question or you have a comment for us, Either hit us up on the chat site on Block Talk Radio or hit us up in our DMs on Facebook if you're listening uh, via internet. Shout out again to South Africa. You guys are holding us down again today. And our call in number, if you would like to say it live on air, is 563 999 3028 and press 1 to share that T. We'll be right back, guys.
0: I'm not the first Christmas when you gave me all this This But you showed me things, come hold me, please, and never let me go On my second day of Christmas, I just felt like something's missing So you promised me that one is to keep till we get old, but...
1: into the Tea with Mo. I am your host, Miss Mo. I've got my co-host, Sunny. We have the awesome poet, Prince, in the building. And again, we're going to go straight into it. Today, guys, we are talking all things, other religions, and the holidays, not specifically just, well, specifically Christmas, because we're in December, but not limited to Christmas. So, Prince, let's go straight into it. My first question on this is, how was it growing up in America during the holiday season being Muslim and not particularly, well, being Muslim, but also being black and Muslim in America growing up during the holiday season?
3: Yeah. Um, so it was, <laughs> it was an event. <laughs> um. <laughs> You know, I find it so interesting that when, and I'm not not trying to make it about, you know, race, but this is my experience. So since I experienced it, you can't tell me what I experienced. Um, I find it interesting that in my experience, if you don't accept what white people tell you is the standard, they get upset with you, um, or they, like, boisterous and they get, you know, kind of out of themselves. And it's like, damn, I don't celebrate that. <laughs> um, you know, I uh, I am Muslim, so I, I don't celebrate, uh, more specifically in the nation, you know, in the nation of Islam. We don't celebrate Christmas. Um, we don't celebrate Easter. You know, we don't celebrate Halloween. We don't celebrate... Uh, even really New Year's, and, and when I say celebrate, I don't mean, like, as far as New Year's is concerned, yes, it's a new year. We're not like, oh, there's no such thing as a new year. Stop it. Um, But in the regard of, like, you know, going out, partying, et cetera, like, now we don't do that. We We stay in the house. We stay with family. We reflect, um, on ourselves and how we can be better individuals for the new year. Um, So that, that, that's really uh, what it is. But growing up in America, you know, I don't have to tell the next black person what it is to grow up in America. Um, Nor do I have to tell them how it is on the holiday season. Um, However, in my experience, you know, People are taken aback when you tell them, "Oh, I don't celebrate that." Um, so it was, it was when I was younger. I was very like, I was the boy that would say, "You know, I'm not a kid. Kids are baby goats. I'm a child." Like I was that boy. So <laughs> it was, I would never have had a problem with telling people off. Rip, yeah, I'm Muslim, and you know I don't celebrate that because Santa isn't real. As a matter of fact, Jesus wasn't even born on December twenty fifth. Like I would just go into it, and church. As I've gotten older, I've gotten I felt less of a need to be down people's throats with, uh, with it. Um, I just keep it to myself. So um, I think it, it it let me know what people are really thinking, um, and and how people truly are uh in terms of growing up here in this country, you know, especially being black, you know, that's already one strike against you. If you're Muslim, that's two strikes. You know, Lord forbid that, you know, you're a woman and you're black and you're Muslim, that's three strikes. You out of here, you know. So it was... um at times, it was a lot. It was confusing. Like, why do these people try to force this on us? Believe in it. Why do they try to force this on? I don't. I don't understand. Um, and over time, I, in my experience, you you get numb to it before you understand it. Um, you know, people walking around saying "Happy Holidays" and you're like, I don't celebrate them. But all right, you know. Um, but I think. Over time, and, and my parents were very, um, they took their time explaining to me and my siblings why we don't celebrate it, the reasons, and, you know, even listening to speeches of uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan um, about things of that nature helped to keep me grounded and be like, all right, yeah, I don't care if you all look at me like I'm weird, I don't celebrate it, That's just that's just me. If you feel a way about it, you can remove yourself from around me. Like it's just that's, it is what it is.
1: The greeting leads me into my into my next question. My next question, if I could speak today, is so what would be an appropriate response? Like, or how do you respond to someone during the holiday seasons? Now that you know everyone does typically say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. What two part question? how do you respond to that? And what would be an appropriate response? Um, Would you say during this time for someone to say season's greetings or happy, I don't know. You don't want to offend people and be like, happy Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa. And just hello, if you don't celebrate anything.
3: Yeah. um, I think, For me, if someone says, you know, happy holidays, I at least acknowledge the fact that they're aware enough to realize that Christmas isn't the only thing going on, you know? So, and because they don't know my background, they don't know what I celebrate, so they just say happy holidays. I, I appreciate the the extra ounce of thought and care that goes into that, in which case I just be like, thank you, YouTube. If they say Merry Christmas, sometimes, I'm not even going to lie, I'll be silent. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even going to, I'm, I'm going to be truthful today. I'm going to be truthful. I do. I'll be silent. I'll be like, yeah, thank you. <laughs> and keep it pushing. <laughs> but I think the most appropriate, if they say, you know, if they do give you that greeting, just be like, you know, thank you. You too, brother. God bless you. And keep it pushing.
1: You know, I think that I I like your point of the of the happy holidays. I typically, if someone says, I mean, I I do celebrate Christmas. So if someone says Merry Christmas, usually my response is if they're saying it first. My response is usually whatever they say to me. So if someone says Merry Christmas, then I you know I typically say Merry Christmas back to them. My typical response to most people is happy holidays or, hey, have a good day, God bless. But particularly during this time, I think the sensitivity on the fact that there are so many different cultures and so many different holidays around this time because you do have Hanukkah. You do have a very huge um, amount of people who are Jewish and who celebrate Hanukkah, and then you've got a huge amount of people who actually celebrate Kwanzaa. So it's like we're all in the same it's, it's it's a pool of holidays going on, so I think if more people were a little bit sensitive to saying happy holidays, not saying that you cannot say Merry Christmas if you do celebrate Christmas. That is your prerogative to be able to say, but not knowing whether or not someone does celebrate it or not and the fact that there are other holidays around this time, I think that that's a yeah. great point to say you know, or Caesar's greetings. I mean, that's that's a not one that you would hear someone say. I don't. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say Caesar's greetings, unless it's like a Salvation Army person ringing the bell.
3: They might yeah. say
1: it, or really, really old white person to, that I've heard old, really, really old white people. Not saying that there's anything wrong with yeah. that. Yeah, and
3: and we that, not and and we not doing that. You feel me? Like, like I can I can remember of a time my father. I think my father and my sister went to the store for something. And there was like a Santa Claus there, like impersonator or whatever. Um and he was like, you know, she if she's listening to this, she's gonna hate me. Um <laughs> But I think he like guess like like uh, you know, was like, Hey, you, you wanna um come sit on Santa's lap or something like that and tell me what you want for Christmas? My dad was like, Yeah, hell no, <laughs> Like, like it. It's, it's only when it's forced is when it's like, all right, you gotta chill. But yeah, generally speaking, sure. Season greetings, I guess you know, thank you, God bless. Like I, me, I would go with the thank you, God bless, just because you know I don't know what you celebrate unless you explicitly say, of course, you know, Merry Christmas or Happy Hanukkah, etc. Um, but. You know, I think it, it's definitely a case of people's egos being so high that they can't see outside of themselves. And what I mean by that is, okay, yes, you personally celebrate um, Christmas or you personally celebrate, you know, uh, Hanukkah, et cetera. To some degree, you know, it's I, for me, if you don't know somebody, you shouldn't – then assume that they celebrate that. That's the point that I'm trying to make. If you know you're in an environment, say you are at a Christmas party, everybody in that mug celebrates Christmas more often than not because it's a Christmas party. You see what I'm saying? If you didn't <laughs> celebrate it, why would you be there? That kind of defeats the purpose. So if you're there, yeah, everybody's saying Merry Xmas, Merry Christmas, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But if you're walking out of Walmart and the person right there is ringing the bell, yeah, you're not going to hear Merry Christmas more than you hear season greetings because you don't know me any better than the next man or woman. You see what I mean? So I, for me, I was just like, thank you, God bless. That's just me, though.
1: And, I mean, even saying Merry Xmas, I mean, even that one. Now, I, I definitely know that saying Merry Xmas is Uh, that one is, that I would definitely steer people away from saying, because you probably will get a very uh, weird look or horrible look. Well, I don't know now with face masks, but you'll get a very stern eye looking from someone by saying Merry Xmas, especially for people who celebrate Christmas um, for religious factors, not just for cultural factor. But, um, you know, Merry Xmas is taking the, Christ in a sense out of Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that's that's definitely one that I remember as a kid actually someone saying I was putting Xmas on things and my mom was like, No, we do not take Christ out of Christmas and it was a very
0: huge mm-hmm.
1: thing um that I learned and, and as I as an adult I, I agree with the the I see the reason and the logic, but as a kid I was like Man, I don't want to have to spell out Mary. I'm just going to put excess dash month. Merry Christmas. You know, mm-hmm. so um, mm-hmm. I think that that's a huge – I think the things that we have to be – we have to remember during this – holiday. I mean, just in general. If this election, if this four years of y'all's president has taught us anything, that has to be – that tolerance is something that we have to get back as a culture and as a nation – our tolerance level for differences within people has been tainted. Um, it's it's been, and I don't mean to make this about y'all's president, uh, but it's it's something that we have to um, we have to realize. And I think that that goes into our next question, which was, how can people who participate in holidays be more tolerant to others who don't? Who don't? And I think that that's just it's very simple. be be conscious of the fact that you're not the only person who celebrates certain things. Um, I would even say with birthdays, you know, it's it's very difficult even with birthdays for people to, for, to, you know, you don't know whether or not someone celebrates their birthday or not. Facebook tells you when people's birthday are um, and when it's not. So even in that, I think, and I think even on the flip side of things, if you don't celebrate certain holidays, you know, maybe you don't like Mother's Day, but someone and you're a mother and someone says happy Mother's Day to you You also still have right. to be on the other side of being tolerant. That that's just something culturally that we do. That's something it's most of the time when people are wishing you a greeting, it's out of the kindness of their hearts. For most people. Yeah. You know, there's no someone's going out of their way it, to yeah. say, Hey, mm-hmm. season greetings or happy holidays, or, you know, those are the Mm -hmm. types of, it's just like saying thank you and you're welcome. Um, So I think that we, being tolerant is a huge part of what we all need to remember during this time. Um, Because I think the flip side of it is, too, you have some people who don't celebrate holidays not because of religion, but because maybe their father died, you know, two days before Christmas or on Christmas and they don't like Christmas. You know, and saying Merry Christmas to them is, you know, could be the could be the thing that pushes them over. So I think that you just never right. know what people, where people are in life, and and that tolerance is definitely, um, definitely needed. So um, I think Freddie has our next question for you.
0: Um.
2: So how can people who participate in the holidays be more tolerant to those that don't? Ugh.
3: Um, I think, way. like, yeah, I was gonna say, like, we just, like, we just say, you know, just be more aware of, um, you know, mm-hmm. the fact that yeah. you're not the only person in that city, in that county, in that state. Therefore, not everybody is going to believe as you believe one hundred percent. Um, you know, as soon as you take a step out of your house, you are. <laughs> You, you you represent where you come from, um, but at the same time, once you step out of your, your household and out of the zone of your immediate family, you know, it's, it, it's, it's fair game in, in the context of you don't really know what anyone celebrates unless they tell you. So just being aware of that to the point to where it, um you know, it sways how you even greet people. Um, so yeah, that's. I would say that's how you answer that question. All right.
1: So, so let's as do a, little a little bit more. Oh, go ahead. Nope. Oh, go ahead. You can go ahead. Nope. You got it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, you got it.
1: You don't. You don't win this game. We learned that as kids.
2: Go ahead. <laughs> so, I just on the tolerance. I I kind of feel, I guess, maybe a little more on the flip side. Yes, I feel like we should embrace cultural differences and people might have different beliefs, but I feel like it's almost, and society is almost becoming to where it's offensive to be a Christian because it seems like a lot of the Christian holidays are more heavily scrutinized versus, you know, and and being an acceptance. When it's a Christian holiday, but, you know, you don't take anything from Hanukkah or take anything from Kwanzaa because those are holidays for that particular sect of people or people that don't choose to celebrate at all. So I don't know, I because Christmas in and of itself means Christ's Mass, which, you know, a Mass is like a church service that Catholics have so to celebrate christmas is embracing that christian part of well that's what it is essentially
3: mhm um on the surface level i would i would agree it is more christ right um unfortunately american culture specifically has a way of Taking something that is holy and twisting it—that's
2: um, yeah, an every every single thing that they can possibly do,
3: right? So you have, though it is Christ mass, uh, uh, you know, we want more of the Christ, right? People get drunk off of liquor. <laughs> And, and you gonna tell me that's in the name of Christ? You see what I'm saying? Like, like people that, die when from it comes
2: to that, that, that. That comes. That comes down to personal preference, because
3: I mean, you can even go back into okay, the Bible
2: well, even and
0: have
3: Right. So even if it is back to personal preference, right? Look at now the media, and the way that they turn certain commercials. In the light of the holiday season, like if you notice, in these commercials, maybe you've seen it. I haven't. Commercials where Jesus is mentioned and not Santa Claus. Well, I and I it.
2: get it there because I I am a preschool teacher, and actually, um, mm-hmm. our lesson for this last week was Christmas around the world. So myself and my co-teacher and our kids, we talked about different traditions from different parts of the world, but Mm -hmm. as per our directors, we are only allowed to talk about the Santa Claus and the snowman and Rudolph, et cetera, et cetera. We are not allowed to talk about the Christ aspect of it, even though we're a Christian based center. We're not a Christian center per se, but our kids pray before every meal. You know, they say thank you, Jesus, for our yeah. food but we can't talk about the nativity, we can't talk about Christ when it comes to Christmas. So I totally get that aspect mm-hmm. and that part of it. And I just yeah, like I said, I, I feel I think... like that's how Amer like like you said, like how Amer how people are making it seem like these Christian holidays have to diminish right. the Christian part to ramp right. up other stuff.
3: Yeah, it's, it's, just, it's just a way for major corporations to make money. Um, I would say, you know, because we could really go on about this, but I would just say for people who are listening, you know, if you are interested in, like, understanding more of what we're saying, then definitely do the research on your own. Look up why people say Xmas instead of Christmas in the first place. Look up why, you know, On Christmas which is supposed to be Dedicated to A holy man Jesus Christ Why we put up a tree What does a tree have to do with Jesus You see what I'm saying I would implore those people In that same vein Read Jeremiah chapter 10 You know what I mean Read of those Who took the axe To chop down the tree Jeremiah 10 Um and and just do your research, and then you know, whatever conclusion you come to, then may God you know be with you, and I, I pray that you find peace in in that, um, in that conclusion. Um, so yeah,
1: I I think I see I can see both sides of the point. Um, I think one thing that as a culture, particularly um, as minorities. One thing we we continue to say on the show with these serious topics and with these topics in general is um, is breaking the cycle. So, like you're saying, do the research as to why you decide to celebrate something. Know your reasons as to why you decide to celebrate something. Because we can even flip it and go to Kwanzaa. Um I, but before I do that, but I do I do feel I do agree to a certain degree with Sunny on. The fact that it does seem to be the actual Christian holidays, which would be Christmas and Easter, that are scrutinized um, the most when it comes to, I would say, outside um, religions or outside uh, thought processes when it comes to that. Um, But I think it's it's just a thing that it's a cultural thing in America to do. Um, It's a cultural thing in America to monetize something. What's the best way we can monetize something? So if I know that people are gathering during this time to celebrate, um, you know, and to particularly give gifts um, during this time, even with Mother's Day, Father's Day, all of the holidays, or every holiday, Labor Day, sales, Black Friday, all of those things, I think it's a cultural thing to monetize those things. I don't necessarily think – I think we've got two different – holidays are are can be seen from both sides. There are cultural cultural reasons, and then there are religious reasons. Um, whichever you decide to celebrate or do, just know, my note would be, just know why you do it. Know why you right. decide to cook up a Christmas tree. Know why you decide to celebrate Kwanzaa. Because one thing that we do as a culture within the African-American community is we take Kwanzaa and we say, well, you know what, I don't want to participate in Christmas, I'm going to go to Kwanzaa. And I think there's a lot of people who gravitate towards Kwanzaa, not really understanding, not really knowing the history and the rituals and the reasons why Kwanzaa exists in the first place, just so that they can say, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, I guess that that would be the quote-unquote black thing to do is let's do Kwanzaa. But the thing about Kwanzaa is, you really have to know your research and know why you are celebrating Kwanzaa, knowing why we do the candles, knowing why we do certain days and meanings. So with whichever, and even the same with Hanukkah, whichever you decide to do and whatever holiday you decide to celebrate and pick which rituals you decide to do from certain holidays and rituals, just know that it doesn't have to be because who chopped down a tree. That would be my thing is is it doesn't, you don't have to put up a Christmas tree or like the fact that you put up a Christmas tree because of this particular meaning. The beauty of our Nation and the beauty of being, a, of being a conscious human being is that you get to make decisions for yourself. You get to make and change. I'm a firm believer in that you can change certain things that were meant for evil or that were meant for this meaning to being whatever it means for you, as long as it's making sure that you're being a productive human being in this society. So whether it's you don't like hearts on Valentine's Day, but you love, I don't know, um, carnations and you take carnations and that's the symbol that you use for carnations. Great. If that's what makes you happy and it makes you want to be um, a better person, then, then use the carnations. Um, I think that that's a part that we miss in the conversation of holidays and religion and cultural differences is that sometimes people just do things because one, it makes them feel good. And I'm not opposed to that. If you decide to put up, you know, I mean, Santa is one thing, but if you decide to put up a Santa Claus and a black Santa Claus at that in your house instead set up a Christmas tree because that's what it reminds you of and it makes you feel good, hey, I'm, I'm for it. Or you decide to participate in Kwanzaa because that's what you believe in and that's, it's the closest thing to what you feel um, your beliefs are or Hanukkah, whichever. I think that that's a, an important part of this conversation is that it's cultural and religious. Um, are two separate things, and American, unfortunately, in our society, we like to mix the two. We blur the two as to why we do certain things, and they try to say tis the season, Um, but tis the season is because of, in I guess, in Christianity, would be because of Christ. Although, yes, we know historically Jesus was not born in December. But I also don't see anything wrong with deciding whatever month you decide to pick, whether if your family decides July is the time that you're going to celebrate the birth of Christ, then have fun in July. I mean, I guess that's why they say Christmas in July. Or whether if you decide, if you are Muslim and you decide to um, you know, well, I know this may be different, but to do Ramadan, if you don't want to do Ramadan in the actual calendar year and you pick another time that's best suited for your family, I feel like this life is open enough for that to happen. Um, we we do a lot of things religiously in all religions because of what, because that's what they say. And these are the practices that were set down and that people who didn't have social media or didn't have some of the things that we have dealing now, like a pandemic called COVID, um, they didn't have to say, mm-hmm. so which, whichever way you decide to celebrate Whichever religion, uh, which is why our title, which we will, we we definitely want to get the clarification because we actually have YC on the line to enter into this. And so that's going to be our first question for him (laughs) when we take this call. But um, I think that's the beauty of being a human and being a beauty of being in the free nation is that you can feel the way that you feel. I just don't think you should change no one should shame any other religion or any make anyone else feel less because they don't celebrate something. And that's the problem with our culture. Correct. Which is why we're having a conversation. Correct. So let's go ahead and take a call from YT on the line. Go ahead, Rozzy, What You already know what we're going to ask you. What tea are you sipping on for this week? And do not say chai tea, please.
4: Okay. Um, I'm sipping on that hug in the mug. Uh um, <laughs> That's that's my tea for the week, as it is every week. But um, shout out to my brother in the building. What's up, Prince? How you been? I'm doing well by the grace of the Most High. How are you? I'm great. Man, um, you have had oh, uh, hello, Sunny. Um, hello, Mo. How are y'all this week? I'm doing well. well. How are you? Copy, copy. I'm 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 great. I just finished my tours and I mean my, my shows, so I'm straight. Um but for this conversation now. Do y'all have another question for me or do I what's the Hold on, there hold on, question?
1: hold on. We would like you to properly pronounce the title of this show since you are the one who titled this show. So that's what we would like
4: first. Uh <laughs> Mary chris- uh what is it? Mary Chris uh Quantica? Yeah. Krishnahana Quantica That's what it is. Okay. Merry Krishnahana Kwanzaa. There you Kwanzaa. go,
1: ladies and gentlemen.
4: But for Prince, me and you have had this conversation prior to. Um, and so we had our, I guess, our agreement of being raised in similar fashions as far as the origin origins with holidays. Uh, me being one of those witnesses and how it was in school for me. Uh, even growing up now, the fact that, you know, I don't celebrate holidays, I don't celebrate birthdays. I understand how or why certain people do and the change up in, or trying to change like saying the N-word, the N-word was very derogatory and was meant to demean, but of course the black culture sort of dehumanized it and made it a loving Statement or a, a loving sentiment, and so we took it back. Um, as far as some holidays and some the origins of it, and with people, I, I'll let you look it up but whoever's listening. Look it up for yourself. The origin of Christmas and 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 Halloween and things and however your heart and however you choose to decide. For me, it's never been a tradition thing. For a tradition. Is, is what your family says, okay, we're going to do it this way. But what is the truth on the matter? So when you were growing up, because I know you as a grown man now, it's like your stance is your stance, but you growing up in school, how did you solidify your stance of I don't celebrate this, I'm not celebrating this, and there's no way you're going to get me to Take a present, even the or or be in the, I guess the parties or the Christmas plays.
3: Um, that's a great question. Um, uh, it's only great because I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> <laughs>
4: because that's you know peer pressure and all that, everybody else is getting whatnot and yeah, and and everything. And you are
0: <laughs>
3: Go ahead. When I was younger, I and I'm I'm really trying to like be, um, cause cause younger younger Prince was a whole different (laughs) 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 younger Prince was a whole different person, right? Um, I just I didn't I didn't care, and honestly, I didn't care what other people thought. So, you know, growing up, um my mother would make sure like my mother, uh, it was, wasn't, is my, my teacher all throughout school up until I went to college. Um, of course, uh, at a point I did take online classes, but she was still considered my teacher. Right. Um, and we had what we call Islamic studies class, which was, you know, of course being in the nation of Islam, you know, Basically, anything that we had of our literature, whether it was, you know, message to the black man, our Savior has arrived, um, fall of America, torchlight for America, but then also the Holy Quran and the Bible, because um, as a Muslim, Muslim just means one who submits their will to do the will of God, right? Okay. Because a Christian is the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, in that regard we're the same, right? And so when Mm -hmm. it came to me solidifying myself, like you said, I I could care less about the tradition. I just want to know the truth because in scripture, it talks about how the the people said, well, we found our fathers doing this. And so we continue. And and then it comes right back afterwards and says, Lo, what if your father was a fool? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So at a certain point, Tradition can only hold but so much weight until you have to just get to the nitty gritty. And so, in the truth that I sought after um, when it came to some of these religions, uh, I'll use Halloween for an example. You know, Halloween started as Hallow's Eve because Hallow's Day is November 1st, October 31st, and then Hallow's Day, November 1st. All right, cool. It was a Catholic church thing. And so, on the eve of Hallow's Day, the poor of whatever that area was would go from door to door and they would get offerings from those who were in the houses because they were too poor and they were homeless. So they didn't have anything. So this was like their chance and opportunity to receive a blessing from someone uh, uh, in that household. But the people at that time were some of them, not all of them, but some of them were wicked enough to trick those poor people. You know they would have a whole turkey or whatever, give it to them. You'd think the poor people is about to live it up under it is dead rat, they give mm-hmm. you a a wine bottle, like, okay, yeah, we celebrating with you, even though, you know, you can't stay here. But, like, here's a wine bottle. In the wine bottle is some cow's blood. Like, it was it was deceptive. So then came later the saying, trick or treat.
0: hmm
3: Because it was either you were going to get some loaves of bread or you were going to get the crust of a loaf of bread and inside is something disgusting. Because the people at that time didn't care. Now, if your father did it, then by tradition, you're just going to do it too. And you continue the cycle, and culture will morph it into something else, and now you have Halloween. And now there's, there's, okay, well, the poor people got smart. They started putting on disguises. So now you can't tell I'm poor. I'm wearing this. I got that on. Da-da-da-da-da. Now little Timmy is wearing Frankenstein. You see what I mean? Like, yep. like t- like that, that was, that was real to me and I saw it. So because I was able to identify uh, the truth in that um, for myself, you know, as an example, again, uh, then it's like, nah, I'm nah,
4: nah, I'm good. <laughs> Copy that. Um, <laughs> I just heard me and you have had our side discussions and, and your influence and your knowledge and your research, it matches mine for, for my reasoning for why I don't do certain things. Not to say I'm better, I'm definitely a lot worse than most people, but um, I do appreciate your intellect, your take on all matters, uh, especially, especially this one. Miss um, No Miss Sunny, thank y'all so much for having me.
1: I'm sorry. Hold on. So I have a counter. I have a counter question for both of you at this because. So we're talking uh, again. If you guys are just tuning in, we're talking all things. Um, how do other religions handle um, the holiday season? So let's let's go. Let's go. I want to go a little bit further into this because. So being that you both don't participate in in holidays or particular, I guess, cultural holidays, because um, even within. Well, I'm assuming you said your nation of Islam, but within um, Islam itself, there are traditional holidays or religious, if you want to say, holidays or celebrations that happen. So it's just particularly maybe the cultural holidays that are celebrated. But my question is, is so are you still participating in the holiday season if you take part in sales like Black Friday or, say, there's a holiday sale? Do you – do either of you participate in those sales? And then in, in in that retrospect, are you then participating and contributing to the holiday
4: season? Oh, So first, I guess I can answer this. I don't have any money. So I would say you know, never participate. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Like, I, I can't. A-yo. <laughs> um, <Hey>, <laughs> <laughs> but – even, even in that, even in that spirit, that I, I don't want to say anything like negative, but that doesn't, that doesn't really fit because one, first of all, Black Friday is is Black Friday. The origin of Black Friday, everybody should know that it was based off of the slavery term, uh, the term of when they would sell slaves for cheap. That's where your Black Friday comes from. So, I mean, like I say. I don't. I mean, I, I see the deals. I appreciate the deals. Trust me. I want a PlayStation Five. I, I don't have no money. Um,
1: so let's flip it. If you
4: did, and have you ever? So are you telling us that you've never
1: participated in a Black Friday no, sale no, no, or no. a Black Friday?
4: I don't wait in line. My parents. Uh, my parents had hey. us do. <laughs> they had us do it, and we was in Walmart at like one thirty in the morning until they opened up everything at six. And we just standing in certain and I told myself I would never. Not in life. Nor would I have my kids. If I can get it, I will buy it. I will just buy it later or I'll buy it before. It's not that it's not that big deal. But that doesn't have anything to do with the origin of the holiday itself. Now the origin of Black Friday, that's that's not a pagan or a it's just a cultural, torturous, disgusting event that happened in history. But the paganism of certain holidays restricts me from doing anything of the likeness. So when it comes to, yeah, the Christmas, it says it would be turned into celebrating Jesus' birthday, well, Jesus told us not to celebrate birthdays, for the day of man's death is better than the day he was born. So it's not of the celebration of his birth, being that he wasn't even born Christmas that he was not born in December, so that and, and the, the, the the conflicting in that doesn't make sense to even celebrate it. Period. Plus, where Christmas comes from. Okay,
1: but that, before we before we yeah. cross, I don't want to cut you off. but Before we cross into that, the history and the things of that. Let's go back to the original question, though. The I don't so, want to no. dive too deep into the into the history of certain things because we can go back and counter that. That's going to be a different show. But particularly to the topic of does that, do you feel that that's contributing to the holiday season by taking advantage of those sales?
4: Mm-mm. I mean, no. It doesn't Nah, because it's not It's not based, for me, it's not based on and I'll let Prince take it off of his side. For me, it's not based on the finance or the fiscal aspect of it. It's just the history of the paganism and where it originates from. It's, it's my take on it. If you want to do Black Friday or whatever sales, the Christmas holiday or Thanksgiving day after Thanksgiving, whatever, do your thing. Like do your thing all all together. But my take is no, I don't. I don't celebrate the holidays because of the paganistic religion, and I don't take part in the sales of it because
0: I ain't got no money.
4: Um. Go ahead.
3: I'm not going to act like I ain't have a Black Friday sale on my website. Um, (laughs) Hey, I'm going to just give it a buck. With that being said, though, um, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan uh, was was actually speaking on this topic. Um, I think at the time he was speaking, it was almost Thanksgiving. And um, He spoke on, you know, the history on it, but he didn't really go deep into it. What he said was, you know, he was basically saying, like, yo, you want to know the history? Look it up on your own because it's there. So we're not about to, like, we're not here trying to debate you on what the history is. Now, if you ask me a question about what I personally believe, I'm going to tell you. But in general, I don't really care what you believe as long as you don't bring it my way and expect me to accept it, um, especially if it is conflicting with my my religion, what I identify with. Um, But side of that, you do what you want. That being said, when the minister was speaking, he said what we need to do as a people is withdraw our economic, power from America how do you do that and he went into it and he said if you do anything for this season do it with your family if you go out and buy anything buy from a black owned business why because we are not just celebrating what we personally believe but I mean, because let's be honest, if you personally believe something, I'm not going to, at a certain point, I can't tell you you can't believe in that. Like, I'm not going to tell you that. You're going to believe what you're going to believe, right? And that's what we've been saying this entire conversation. You're going to believe what you're going to believe. But at a certain point, just because there is no uniformity does not mean that there should not be any unity. And unity is multiple pieces working together as one right? So in a car, there's the engine. Not everything in the car can be the engine. Something has to be the car frame. Then you need tires. Then you need cooling. Then you need oil. So there's multiple pieces to this thing called car, in a like manner, called community, right? In the word community is unity. <laughs> so for me, um, I don't personally believe that engaging in Black Friday uh, is participating in the holiday season. Um, I would say, uh, more specifically, if you are doing what you do within the confines of, as a black person specifically, in the confines of your people, your community, then I think it's – I'm looking at it as less of a holiday season lens and more of an economic foundational structure lens, if that makes sense. Um, because economically, you know, black people bring in $1.3 trillion, I think, was the last statistic, which is if you rank each country by their uh, gross – what is it called? Gross domestic product we would be ranked what number six? The sixth richest nation in the world? And it's just um, you know, excuse the terminology, but nobody sees us as anything other than, you know, niggas in the ghetto. You feel what I'm saying? So it it's it's the fact that we have this power but we put it into these major corporations which then in turn create more commercials. And then on top of that, the traditions of what we've already been celebrating continue on, but now the commercials feed into the tradition but make you to feed into the cultural uh, uh, aspect of it rather than the traditional aspect. And then the true origins of everything gets lost in the grayscaling of you just continuing to buy into these major corporations, buy into these these uh, entities who are run by the oppressor who at the end of the day only cares about green. You see what I'm saying? So for me specifically, um, you know, Friday, I'm not going to deny what uh, YT said, but I do think, you know, in the same way that we said negus and then the white man came and called us niggas and then we came back and used it and brought it back. All right, cool. We can do that. To a degree, with even with the holidays, I guess I've never tried it, but sure, knock yourself out. But with Black Friday, it's like that to me it's like, all right, cool. Nah, this is what Black Friday really means. Black Friday means every black person in America about to buy from a black owned business, and we'll be in the black, as they say. So it's Black Friday, because I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and it's and I'm done. All right. I'm about to say. well on
1: that, note, guys, we're gonna take a music break and when we come back, we are gonna wrap up on this topic. I think we have uh done this topic, uh some justice. We're definitely gonna have Prince back on. We're gonna go a little bit more into um the religious topic of that and the origins of religion or the origins of holidays um coming next year, so we are definitely adding that to the schedule, so. We will be right back, guys. And it's so hilarious you said, uh, I'm black like that, because this song goes out to everybody in the hood.
4: Merry Christmas, Quantica, y'all. Yeah. Crazy glue and told me to smoke it's it up slowly. Now, on the second day of Christmas, my, my homeboy gave, gave to me, me. a fifth of hand dog
3: and told me to take my mind off that weed. Now, by the third day of Christmas, uh-huh. my, my big homeboy gave, gave, to gave to me a whole lot of everything and it wasn't up a game to me. Back then, you woke up to the sound of I saw mama kissing and it made you reminisce on the the fat man jolly with joy Down your chimney with toys For little girls and boys Pumped up, I jumped up Before the sun peeped in And hope to catch a Santa Claus Creeping down my hall. Run to the window, put my eyes to the sky to See if I can see the sleigh that parlay And push the fat guy I sigh, ain't no sign When everything under this tree And my house is mine My bike that, and this plastic nine And do fine till next year come I try to see the same thing They got us a...
1: And we are back, guys. You are tuned in to the Tea with Mo. Our dial-in number is 563-999-3028. We did have a couple of different comments um, that we are not going to go into because we don't have time because that lady is singing on that clock. But what a topic, guys. What a topic. How are y'all feeling about the topic? Any last comments before Prince gives us another poem?
3: No. Everybody there? Now.
0: Everybody oh, there we go. Of...
3: I'm here. I'm. I was. I was just. I was just looking for the poem. <laughs> <laughs> I lost it on my laptop. I was like, "Wait, hold up. We got to get it back." Go ahead, Sunny.
2: No, well, I think we covered a lot of different to- topics, aspects, and perspectives. So I think we definitely did this topic justice. I will agree.
1: Prince, any 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 final words on this topic?
3: Um, you no, know, I I I think any more would be like beating a dead horse at the end of the day, you know. Be aware of yourself in the grand scheme of things, where you live, your community, um, you know. Not everyone will believe as you believe or think as you think or accept certain things as you accept them, and that's okay Um, because it is to some degree and extent what makes, um, you know, where we live specifically in this country uh, an interesting hodgepodge of of, of people. Um, So it's cool, um, but just keep that in mind when greeting people. And, you know, as long as you a good person, you know, there's a the best religion is to do unto others, as you would have them do unto you. Um, so regardless to whether you're Muslim, Christian, Jewish, agnostic, shoot, you could be atheist. Um, but if you have good morals and you stand on principle and you stand on truth, regardless to who or what, uh, you know, comes against you, then you are right in my book. So all praise is due to the most high.
1: And on that note, sir, the mic is yours.
3: Wow. I see what you did there. That was dope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, that, was, that was smooth, too. Like, she, mm. she let me say my piece because she knew I was going to go into my piece. So, wow, <laughs> that was great. All right. I see, I see you, sir. Um, you know, I try sometimes. <laughs> hey, right. Okay. Um. Oh man. Okay. Uh, choose between one or two. Three. No, I'm just saying two. Wow. Why are you just? Wow, that's crazy. All right.
0: <laughs> so two.
3: Two.
0: Oh, man! Oh man!
3: Hmm. All right, here we go. Everywhere in the garden, the blood of martyrs serves as the foundation for our harvest. We reap what they've sown. Sown in our skin, the refinement of a sacrifice made on an unborn generation. At that time, yes, not all kin came produce abled bodies bred to bear the grains of a farmer. We lack the patience to deepen our roots. Now, everywhere in the garden, a bird once screams from a cage while never claimed a foul or wretched spirit. So, little by little, the natural response of nature is silenced by the drunkenness of spirit, the bearing of a barred animal's fangs, the solitude of confusion and vain desires. Everywhere in the garden is a snake trying to earn back his namesake. Forsaken for refusal, found rested for a few, so he has time to shed into something more beautiful. But we all know what happens when a revelation is given, right? So until the proper time, everywhere in the garden, there's a weed for every tulip, a lie for every tulip, and a slave for every field. Face gazing at a tree with good root, strange fruit and barren leaves, no wonder... They say it's forbidden. And that's that piece.
1: Yo, I keep saying I need to get a snap uh sound effect. If I had one that would <laughs> be played right now. <laughs> what an amazing piece. You Thank know, you. I I every time we have a poet on, um, I always say they're my favorite, but I definitely have to add you into that category of my faves um, from the wow. many posts that we've had on the show. Um, I I said that from the first piece when you did it over the phone for, for me, but your talent um, level is is out of this world. I definitely am so happy that you were able to come on and share this with our sippers. Tell everybody how they can follow you. Tell us about the website, um, any future projects coming up, and where we can actually get the the um, the, the tracks as well. Because I know everyone has not gone over the fact that you've been on here blowing.
3: So please tell us all of that. Hey, yo. Um. So, what's up, everyone? My name is Prince Iende. Well, I go by Prince Iende, but my name is Ayende Mohammed. Um. Again, go by Prince Allende. You can follow me on Instagram at ybg dot prince. So like the period dot that dot, not dot, but like the little dot. Like when you want to say period, but you just put the dot. Yeah, that one. Ybg dot um, You can follow me on Twitter at ybg underscore prince. You can go to my website, which is PrinceAllende.com. dot com. is spelled A Y. I-N-D-E, again, that's A-Y-I-N-D-E, and that's where I have uh, my poetry book, um, which you can also get on Amazon, but I would say support the artist first as as best you can, so get it on my website. You can also buy and purchase merchandise. Um, Right now, the merchandise I have on there, for the most part, is uh, what I call Riot Gear and Riot Gear is just a playoff of my project that dropped on November 11th, 11-11, 2020, which is called Riot, the EP. Um, It's amazing, actually, and if you follow any of my um, social media sites and handles, um, the two I just mentioned being Instagram and Twitter, in the link in my bio is a hyperlink. That first link will go to the website. It'll say, like, new Riot Gear on it, and then the rest of them, are Apple Music, Spotify, Tidal, and SoundCloud? But I'm on all streaming platforms. So whatever you use, uh, you know, whatever you identify as your truth when it comes to the music, you can go there and I'll be there. I'll be there. Okay, I'm done. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Let's
1: see, next time you come on this show, it's going to be for singing, and we are going to have Hey, yo, I promise you I moment. don't
0: sing.
3: I promise you. I promise you I do not sing. Mm-hmm. I got bars, that's, and I got flow, but mm-hmm. that, 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 them, them that's that. That's what really good to hear. Beloved. Always say. Beloved. <laughs> <laughs> like I appreciate you, said, you all what, as well. I appreciate you all as well, because this was um. Definitely thought-provoking, but also I'm just, you know, grateful to chop it up with with really family, you know what I mean? Like anyone that does podcasts and radio talk shows and music and anything that has to do with having to speak, you know, um, I I genuinely hold those types of people close to my heart. As far as culture goes, we are the ones that have the most uh, sway, if you will, and the most um, the most of, of the minds of, of the youth. Um, so I, I genuinely appreciate the both of you um, for allowing me to come on and just speak my truth.
1: Well, that is actually what we are all about. That's why we started this platform. We are here to try to bridge that gap. Um, we've got two reasons why we are here. We're here, one, to have these conversations, these difficult, taboo conversations that plague our community. Um, I mean, we've, we've talked about so much in this, I now have to say eight months that we have been on air. I can't believe that it's eight months. Um, but we, that, that's one of our goals is to have these conversations. And although, you know, two hours on a lot of these topics are not enough to actually, do it justice, but at least we're having the conversation and that's the first that is the first part to any solu- to finding any solution to any issues is to have the open and honest conversation and the second part of this is to support our own. Um one thing I've always said from day one and I truly believe is that as a culture and as a society, if we could come together, if minorities could support each other and come together um, as one as some of these other cultures and other uh, races do, what a tr- what what a world we would do, what a world we would live in and could thrive in if we supported right. our own um, and, and, and right. in, in support of other cultures and other societies, but think about if we did how many if we had how many black owned grocery stores, how many black owned uh, hair, right. hair stores and nail shops and
0: mm-hmm.
1: we've got, I mean, the barbershops, but how many of us actually own those shops and
0: what right, we can do right, as right.
1: culture. So any time we can support and we can provide that for you, please do not hesitate, let us know, tag us anytime you've got any new projects, anything coming out, we are here to support, and that's what our platform is for. Any other topics you think you want to talk about and discuss My line, you know, bro, is always open for that. Like I say, we are going to have you back on the show. This will not be your last time on. Um, Hey. (laughs) If you're participating in, tag us, let us know. Um, We are, I always say, we are here for the home team. That's what we are. So um, we are so excited to have you on. We appreciate you being here. Any final words or anything, any shout-outs that you would like to church announcements, you'd like to go ahead and run, or should I say, not church announcements, let's rephrase that and say any announcements you have um, before we let Um, you go?
3: uh, Well, firstly, um, praise due to the Most High, what do you call them? Allah, God, Jehovah, Yahweh, they they really are the same. They, They speak to the same essence from which we all came, and that was a boss. Um, I promise you I didn't, I didn't plan that. Um, I think like peppermint tea, um, this platform was a vessel to help improve the digestion of what we spoke on. Um, it got r- rid of the bad taste uh, in the mouth, if you will. Um, it prevented us, you know, whether it was, you know, a heat of the moment or, you know, not necessarily everyone agreed. We didn't get nauseous, you feel me? It prevents nausea. And the stress was reduced because when we went to the intermissions, it was music playing. So we was like, okay, all right, we're getting back into the rhythm of things. And then we came back with the conversation. So I think that um, we definitely did our job and uh, gave something. we believe the listener, the listeners and listening audience will appreciate and um definitely continue to keep doing this. I mean this is this is really an amazing platform. And I'm i just again I'm grateful.
0: Oh, uh, you know what?
1: Uh we're gonna be talking about you uh revamping this uh bio in our slogan because that was excellently put. I'm not, we're gonna have to run that back and uh write that down 'cause that was a that was a <laughs> great way to describe us. You know what? We're we're gonna put that on the drop. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a Prince drop hey, coming yo. soon, y'all. As to uh, a Prince commercial for us, cause yeah, you you might be in the wrong field, bro. For real, you might have to uh, hey yo start writing. You know, I haven't. You might have I, to that is the first something.
3: time I've heard that either. Like at all, people are like, "Yo, you should be like a radio person." And I'm just like, "Hey, man, say, man, I do this every day, fam. You feel me? Like this is. I just I I like having, but I. I personally, I love having genuine conversations. And if I feel it's fake, I'm not really going to be invested in it. So the fact that, you know, we were able to get two hours of content or close to it, that's saying something to me. And that speaks to how genuine um, both you and and the co-host are and um, how genuine your, your spirit is. And, you know, hopefully, like you said, God willing, this won't be the last time. So, you know, much more to come soon.
1: It definitely won't be because we're not going anywhere, and neither are you, God willing. But, um, again, thank you so much. We're going to hopefully you will stick around for the rest of the show. We appreciate you, um, and we will say uh, happy holidays because if you do do Kwanzaa, um, and much success to you in the new year. Um, so we hope you stick around for the rest of the show. We will be right back guys with the product of the week. Hey, make sure you guys go check him out on Instagram and on his website. Um, and, and flood him. Definitely. Let's go buy some merch. Like you say, we support black owned. I definitely am going to be, uh, doing some, uh, gifting on the site, preferably for myself and for everyone else listening and family. So much luck to you. Um, Shout-out to the missus as well. We appreciate her listening. I see her dialing in, so shout-out to her because behind every great king is a beautiful queen standing. So we will be right back, guys. Um, right. So here comes the next If I get it up. <laughs> here we go, guys. Stay tuned. Well, if I could find it in One second guys Here we go Alright Let's try this again We'll be right back guys Oh
0: Christmas tree Oh Christmas tree How lovely are your branches Oh Christmas tree Oh Christmas tree How lovely are your branches Not only green summer's here, but in the coldest time of year. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, how lovely are your friends.
1: guys i told y'all that was gonna be short i just did that for the sake of transition so yeah so sunny you know it is that time of the week i'm so excited about this i'm literally posting this as we are talking because i'm super excited i told y'all at the top of the hour why i was so excited to drink this tea this week um so let's go straight into
0: it's the product of the week
2: so what is our product of the week this week, honey? This week's product of the week is No Bee Left Behind, owned by Jake Levine. Their website is com. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook. All of the honey is harvested from their own bee farm in Hempstead, Texas. So wow, let me tell you absolutely. the background behind
1: this yes, girl, a bee farm. I was like, what? A bee farm? You know, when most people tell you stuff and they're selling stuff, you think that they're, they're joking. But I actually did the research behind this, and they actually do have their own bee farm. Now, yesterday, I was out spending money uh, on some gifts for family members and for my goddaughter. So don't be mad at me, Sunny. Uh, don't be mad when you get this box. It's as okay. As nice it does, but don't be mad. But so as I'm I'm as I'm going out yesterday, I see um the his stand. So Jake had his stand, um, out at the Cypress uh outlets, the Houston Outlets here in Houston in Cypress, Texas. And I walked up and I'm like, okay, I was like, you know, I'm always looking for honey, of course, to go with my tea because I don't like sugar in my tea. Nothing wrong with that, but y'all know here we like honey in our tea, it makes it sweet and savory. So I was walking out, saw him, and I tasted one of the honeys that he had. He had different samples. But what got me was the way that he had the honey
0: packaged.
1: Now, if you guys need to head over and look, you'll see. If you head over to our Instagram and our Facebook, you will see what I'm talking about as far as the packaging goes. It is so – the way he has the package was, like, to me in my mind, like the perfect way I would want to display my honey. Now I use honey every day, and I hate having to go in the cabinet and pulling it out every single time. I would love to have something that I can just leave my honey on the counter, but it can be, you know as be fashionable as well. So, I got two big things of honey yesterday, reasonably priced, but you know that getting um, raw honey is is very expensive. Um, and it's not always flavorful as well. Um, so I tried this honey that was made here in, or that was made in Cypress, Texas. When I tell you that I've never tasted honey that had a cinnamon taste to it, um, and I was, I was just captivated. Like we, I stood there and talked to him for like a good 20 minutes um, and thought it would be perfect to go along with, um, the Tea of the Week, and also supporting um, businesses. This is what we do here on the platform. And although, no, not minority-owned, but it is local here in um, Katy, which is something that we do is we support local businesses as well within our t- our hometown. So being the fact that I live here in Houston, I decided to feature them. I am amazed at this, honey. I got, Like I said, I got the Cypress Blend, which is more of a cinnamon taste, and then I also got a lighter honey, which was made in um, Hempstead, Texas. And that taste was different as well. I was amazed that every – he had, I think, about six different honeys out. Every honey tasted different. There was not, it was not the same. Um, I super um, jars of honey uh, for Christmas. But when I tell y'all, y'all need to go and visit him and flood him. Tell him that he was most in you. Um, and support them. It's just, it's amazing. We also know, um, you know, environmental-wise, bees are dying out. There's not as many (laughs) bees as there used to be. So any way we can um, support the harvest and the uh, preservation of bees, um, definitely something we want to do. We'll get into that next year on on how we are environmentally friendly here at the Mall as well. But make sure you guys head over to, his Instagram at no Bee left behind and their website and get you some orders in. If you guys know of any black owned, cause I know that's going to be the next thing people say, if you know of any black owned bee companies that actually harvest their own honey from their bees, hit us in our DM and let us know. I would love to feature them as well. But yeah, this week, no, no bee left behind visit them and get with them. Um, so let's go straight into the final sip. Unless you have anything to say about that one, yes, it will be in your Christmas package um, coming. Uh, probably FedEx near you. I was gonna say U.S. Post Mail.
2: You know they've been delivering stuff on time. <laughs> no, I'm actually quite excited about that. Um, wow, I've always kind of found that interesting. There is a farm. I guess they have these on it. It's not too far from where I am. But um something that always made me wonder, you know? But that's really interesting. I love that. Yes, I am definitely
1: super, super excited for you to get this box and for you to try them. Um it really just it, it spiced up the tea for me. Um which with peppermint, you know peppermint is already sweet, but it just added something to it. I was so excited to drink, like I couldn't wait to get home to actually make some tea. I think I'm gonna actually try cooking with it as well. Um, instead of using sugar, I'm gonna switch and use honey in the recipe and see what it does. Um, I'm really, I'm really interested in pairing a lot of these teas with the certain types of honey that he has. So hopefully we will have a collaboration coming soon. That would be dope. So shout out to No Be Left Behind. So. I think that's about it. Do you have anything for the get it off your chest segment before, you know, I do have one thing, which I told y'all I was going to do until y'all's president gets out of office. But do you have anything to get it off your chest this week?
2: Um, No, not really. Just excited for this holiday season. Um, I'm really enjoying every minute of it. You know,
1: I will definitely say I told y'all a couple weeks ago that I was a little bit in a humbug mood, but I definitely am getting into the spirit of things. Um, I do have the challenge from Alicia from um, last week's show. Um, A Harley, she definitely, she gave us two challenges. So I do have my robe challenge coming for y'all on social media. Sunny is going to do it too, y'all. We're going to see if we can get her to uh, post hers as well. But that is going to be coming. I told y'all we were going to do it before Christmas, so I do have that one coming. And I do have my the second challenge she did for us, which was to do a holiday photo shoot. I have that one coming. I did do some shopping yesterday for that. So y'all be on the lookout for that. That is going to come. Hopefully I can get it done within the next week. I'm not making any promises, but we'll see. Um, do not forget guys, we are also going on a, on a break. Um, uh, we have our first holiday break. Can you believe it? Eight months. And we're already doing a, it's already at a holiday break time.
0: Um, oh, I
1: but cannot believe it. That. I know it's eight months. I'm like, Oh my goodness. But just so my get it off the chest moment goes out to you president. Um, it's going to continue to be that, uh, boo 45. So, I told y'all I was taking this out of office. I think we have less than thirty days left. Thank the most high for that. But here, shout out to forty five.
2: I just have one thing to say.
0: Hang on here.
1: That goes out. I'm going to play that. I promise y'all. Next week is uh the last week before the music break. I'm going to play it. And I'm also still going to play it in the new year because we'll still have a couple of weeks of him left when we come back from break. Um, So this week, our final tip is going to be um, from Henry Louis Gates. And this goes out to our topic of what we talked about all day uh, today. The first step to tolerance is respect. And the first step towards respect is knowledge. Guys, No matter what you decide to celebrate and why, or no matter what you decide to celebrate, have a reason why. Your why does not have to be because history says it or tradition says it. Your why could be because of what you say. You determine your your mind frame and your thoughts. You don't have to let history nor culture nor religion define what your thoughts are. And even if you do have those things become a part of the reason why, Just know why you do what you do. Know why you celebrate certain things. Know why you participate in certain things in all walks of your life. And if it aligns with your spirit and you being a good human being and being a good person, then great. More power to you. But don't shame others because they don't. Let's be more tolerant to the fact that others celebrate certain things and some people don't. Just like there's some people who celebrate Christmas for the Santa factor. There's some people who celebrate Christmas for the religious factor. There's some people who celebrate Kwanzaa because it's a thing and they like the colors. Whatever the reason why you do certain things, again, guys, just let it be a good reason for yourself. And with that, keep moving, keep pushing, and let's remember to say happy holidays um, to those who we don't know if they celebrate certain things because Christmas is not the only holiday going on around this time. So let's be tolerant, let's be respectful, and let's have knowledge. And that's my final tip. Anything before we close
2: out, Sunny?
0: No. We look forward
2: to seeing you guys all next week. All right, guys. Well, just
1: like I said earlier, we are going to be going on our um, holiday break. Next week is our final show of the year. I can't believe it. I am definitely looking forward to the break. We will be back January 10th. So look out on our website for a new update, new merch. Our merch store is going to be coming um, in January 2021, so look out for that. Um, next week's show is entitled Santa Baby. We're going to sip all things Christmas again. Our question for next week, we've got several of them, is do you let your kids believe in Santa? Are you team Jesus? Are you team man in the red suit? And what do you want for Christmas if you do celebrate Christmas? And if you did celebrate Christmas, if you don't celebrate Christmas, if you did and you got a Christmas gift, what would that be? And guess what the Tea of the Week is for next week. Can
2: you guess, honey? Mm, No, because this week was already What? What? The Tea
1: of the Week next week is Christmas.
0: You guys oh, look that up okay. and
1: you're ready for what that is and what the benefits are. I don't know yet, but we're going to find out. Yes, we are going to try this tea. If I can find it, I will send it to Sunny. I don't know if they have it on the East coast. They do have it here in Texas. It sounds like some crap Texas made up, but you know, that's okay. Um, so again, guys, stay blessed, stay, stay focused, enjoy the Whatever holiday or not holiday you are uh celebrating we look forward to seeing you guys back here next week go follow us on social media um again shout out to south africa as always uh we are coming a a country near you 2022 we're not coming 2021 because it's just not happening but shout out uh again to all of our listeners on soundcloud shout out to our facebook um, listeners as well. We are on iTunes. Um, Spotify is coming in January. We are also on SoundCloud. You can also catch us, um, on blog Talk and reach our past episodes. So whatever you guys do on social media, stream us, listen, subscribe, follow all of that good jazz. Um, and just remember guys that when the tea gets too hot, just let it cool down. We will see you guys back here again for the last time in 2020. Thank God it's almost over. Y'all be blessed.